Welcome to the Talking People and Technology podcast. I'm David Gazzarotto and very excited to be here. Uh, series three um, uh, of the uh, podcast series we started a couple of years ago, Jared. I can't um, believe it. 2018 and we're still running. That's yeah, a good sign, don't you yeah, think? Uh, I think so, yes. And the audience seems to be growing, although yeah. we've done a bit of a disservice in the last six months. Um, so I'm David Gazzarotto. Um, I'm joined by my uh, esteemed colleague in his fancy jacket. <laughs> in my fancy Jared jacket. Cameron. With my, with my collar great, turned up. <laughs> great to have you here, looking resplendent. Um, uh, we are broadcasting live from one of the numerous conferences that we'll be attending through this year. This is yeah. the ATC conference in Sydney, Jared. Australasian Talent Conference. Yeah. yeah. A lot of vendors in the room. Uh, a lot of people here to talk about recruitment and retention and really challenges with trying to find talent. Seems to be a big theme of, of, of this conference, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Um, and we're getting to, to wear our new clothes. We uh, are. So we're, we're sort of, uh, as you can see, if you're on the video, um, we are all yellow and black this year. Um, so the You've even got the socks on. Oh, I have today? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> no, mate, I'm top to tail, don't you worry about <laughs> <laughs> So uh, this is the Talking People and Technology podcast. You've known us um, as that for the last couple of years. Um, uh, many of you will know us for being part of Future Knowledge, mm. um, and uh, we're excited to, I guess... Um, we don't like to talk too much about you know yeah. um, the business side of things. We tend to keep this very much on on uh, the stuff that's going on in the industry and the like. Yeah. But it's Some, sometimes you got to talk about these things, though, yeah, right? Well, it's been you an know? exciting journey for us over the last uh, six to nine months as we have yeah. um, come into the Alight Solutions world um, through an acquisition. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, you know, we're 13 years as Future Knowledge mm. in the Australia and New Zealand market. Um, obviously making a great impact um, but as I've I guess I, as I've put it to the team and to, to others and I'll put it out here in the public forum uh, always felt like we were a great band playing in pubs <laughs> and uh, what this now gives us is the opportunity to play on a bigger stage yeah um, which we're excited about um, and so you know as one of the leaders of, of the business and one of the owners of future knowledge um, you know, this is a, a great uh, proof point for what we've mm. done as a group over the past 13 years. Jared, you've been with us for almost close to six, I think. I know. It's been a while. It's uh, crazy to sort of see the bit of the evolution we've been through, but um, really exciting to uh, to have us finally kind of injected into this 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 huge organisation that is already a pretty well-respected group of people, you know, globally. Yeah. A new brand themselves, though, you know. Alight's yeah. not a brand that everybody will have necessarily heard of before. No. Um, Would they know them, though, if they if the story, backstory was told, Jared? I think they might. Yeah. Don't you think? Oh, wow. Do you want to tell us the backstory? Well, I think we should. So, look, um, I think most people will have heard of Aon and, and Hewitt or Aon Hewitt before. Yeah. And certainly, um, that's a, it's a brand, you know, it's an insurer. It's, they, they do a lot of things, right? But uh, but Alight used to be part of Aon Hewitt. And, what, a year and a half ago, Alight split off? About then, yeah. There or thereabouts. And I think the brand was launched about almost exactly 12 months ago, right? Yeah, that's right. So, uh, ex-Aon Hewitt and uh, now a standalone brand, a standalone business, big business, 22,000 employees all over the world, um, big presence in North America and parts of Asia and now Australia. Um, mm-hmm. Sort of the first presence for them in Australia, aren't we, though? Uh, we, we are. And in actual fact, yeah. we're the first uh, acquisition globally yeah. that Alight made. So, we're sort of breaking ground. Um, and it feels like, certainly to me, and one of the attractions that we had in, um, I guess, acquiescing to the... To, to the deal was um, just a really a great fit. Um, mm. The mindsets were very similar, and I think um, the journey that Alight's on, having kind of split off from a very large mother mothership, being 
you know, well-backed as well, yeah. well-resourced to take on the challenge of the modern world. And um, Chris Mahalik, the CEO, describes Alight as a, a technology-enabled services business that's really built for the cloud mm. and built to support the modern organisation as they embark on these journeys to digital. Um, and that really aligns with us. We've obviously played um, what was a bit of a niche role in some respects mm. in the market here, helping to guide the, 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 the strategic decision-making, particularly around the HR and the, and the workforce management pieces um, with our advisory business and our thought leadership and, and, and taking clients on that journey. Really aligned with the light on that front. Um, but to be able to soup up our capability around the deployment of mm. managed services and the optimization, which we've always had ambitions around, and this vehicle now um, gives us a you know, great opportunity to, to, s- to service our existing clients and to, and to you know, get access to, to new clients who will yeah. derive value from what we can bring. You look already in the what, three, four months that we've, we've sort of been part of a light already, we're, we're starting to collaborate with bigger global brands we're starting to see our teams starting to intermingle with groups more broadly um, we've got a completely different sort of delivery model for our projects you know we've really we've, we've actually done implemented quite a lot of change in our organization I think in a relatively short time uh, but it's already starting I think to pay some dividends and I, I'm kind of excited about you know fast forward 12 months and yeah. we might be back here sitting around this table talking about how far we took it yeah you know? absolutely I expect, fully expect to yeah, yeah. so we'll you know we'll, we'll still um be doing what we did as FK. We yeah. still bring our talented team of management consultants to the table to help with the advisory pieces. Mm. Um, we still run deep in a, in, a, in a long heritage and history and change and transformation, business transformation. Um, so that still remains pretty core to what we do. Jared, your cornerstone practice, I call it yours, it has been your baby within the future knowledge business. I'm excited for you personally mm. um, that you've now got the ability to, to um, run that with uh, a little bit more than the shoestring that I've given yeah. you in the past um, and for you to take some of the great innovation that you brought to the Cornerstone space yeah. to the bigger platform. It's kind of exciting to see, you know, what can you learn from the other groups within Alight that are already, you know, already working in the Cornerstone space yeah. and what can we help them to learn from us? Yeah. You know, we've actually got quite a lot of maturity and uh, it's been really, it's been a good experience actually starting to recognize that the more that we get to know the groups inside Alight and yeah. see kind of how we stack up, it's been, a, it's been an exciting experience. Yeah, absolutely. And I think uh, I'd like to, you know, once we get over this self um self-congratulatory moment yeah. of explaining where we're at and where we've been for the last six months. Um, I would like to explore with you a bit, a bit of the takeaways from the Cornerstone Conver- Convergence Conference that you and I attended. Yeah, what, um, two, so two weeks ago? Yeah, yeah not long ago, ago, yeah. So I think that's something that we'll just park for the moment. Yeah. Um, so the other, I guess, exciting a- aspect of what we're now able to do with Alight is um, Alight is the longest tenured and largest workday partner mm. um, uh, on the planet. Which is uh, which is exciting, and the mar- their workday ecosystem here is is really in need of another player, and so really we're going to make the biggest splash in the workday space in this market since workday came in this market. Um, personally, really excited about that. It's it's something that I've been wanting to do, um, you know, uh, for quite some time. Always always looked at the workday space as, as, as somewhere we, we think we can add a lot of value to. So now we, we've been we've been we've been looking at it for years, haven't we? Really, like. We've always sort of had them on the periphery and yeah. always been interested in wanting to dabble in that space, but maybe not always had the, the, the access to do it, you know, yeah, or exactly. the way to go about it. Yep, exactly. So that's, um, that's the makeup of what you'll now know as a light. Um, so uh, the podcast will now be supported by 
a light as it was by Future Knowledge. Yeah. Um, we will endeavour to continue to keep this um, predominantly, you know, pretty much thought leadership driven, mm-hmm. um, agnostic to, to yeah. vendors. If, Talking if about vendors, what's happening in the industry. And yeah, look, if either yeah. is pushed too hard on the workday of the Cornerstone Barrier, um, feel free to email us, uh, tweet us. <laughs> Tell us that you know you think we're we're twisting things <laughs> one way or another. We're, you know we genuinely love what we do. Um, it's natural that we will talk up the vendors that we work with because we're there day. Yeah, day we s- we see what their capability is. So yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But um, you know, I, I think our job here, Jared, is to, to really um, engage in, in the, the right topics that are top of mind for people. Yeah. Um, that are the sorts of things that are keeping CEOs and, and CHROs and. and um, CFOs up, up at night as well. So uh, we'll continue to do that. Series three, and uh, really grateful to all of you that have um, been listening. We've had something like 12,000 downloads um, mm. to date, which is pretty gr- pretty um, good, I think, for a fairly niche. For our side hustle. Podcast. Like, let's it be honest, you know. <laughs> Thank you, Ruby <laughs> Lee. We'd like to tell our new bosses of the light that this is just a side hustle. <laughs> but we actually value our day jobs too. Yeah. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, so looking forward to getting cranked up again. Um, we've taken the opportunity here at ATC um, to get, you know, bring the live podcasts in, yeah. get uh, a lot of material recorded, which we'll push out over the next few weeks. And yeah. We'll do a bit more regular cadence. Um, so I think in the past we've, we've probably... Uh, Flooded everyone in, in a day and, <laughs> and, then, and then it goes quiet. <laughs> yes, be still famine. famine, hasn't it? So, yeah. Um, so that's cool. We'll try and spread the uh, spread the meals out a bit. Yeah, uh, and there's a fair bit on the agenda this year. I mean, we've yeah. got quite a few events already lined up where we're going to be, you know, speaking to all the keynote speakers. We're going to have some people talking about their case studies that they've been presenting. A couple of vendors. So you know, yep. I think we've got a pretty jam packed year, to be honest. Absolutely. Yeah. No, it's yeah. great, and we're really excited to again be on uh, invited back to um, shows like this to to do what we do. It's um, it's flattering, um, mm. and it's uh, you know it's a, an opportunity we relish. So, um, that's a bit about where we're at. at yeah. Jared, um, so good to have you back in the seat. Um, yeah. We'll do our best to, to bring the, the voices of Jared and I. We'll, we'll probably be the lead host on this. but yeah, Predominantly, but not always. You've heard others in yeah. our organisation. Scott Wilson's a, a great yeah. voice that, that um, you'll, you'll hear from time to time. Michael Gazzarotto as well. Yeah. And, um, we, we hope that if we share the load a little bit, that we'll be able to bring some regular cadence yeah. uh, on, on these podcasts. So... Um, Let's uh, shift tax a little bit, Jared. Now, you and I um, had the opportunity to go to uh, Convergence, which is Cornerstone's global user conference in San Diego. Um, I counted, I think it's the fourth one that I had been to, Mm. third one of yours. Third one I think I've been to in the last five years, yeah. Yeah, so give us your read on what you you felt um, just as the event itself. It's a a big event, right? And, you know, it's a customer event at the end of the day. Well, no, I mean, but it's it's actually become a really significant production mm. for them, isn't it? You know, Absolutely. it's sort of a three day three day I think event, and uh, you know they uh, they have a day at the start for partners to learn a bit about how we can how we can work better in the uh, in the ecosystem, which was a really really good day for us because you know Cornerstone have made a a big change this year in the way that the ecosystem works and uh, partners are now really locking arms with Cornerstone in a way that they never used to yeah. in a far more strategic way and um, that's meaning that we're you know we're selling implementations now and you know we're, we're, we're in conversations with customers that we perhaps weren't in the past which is yeah. great it's loving that it's a win-win-win in oh. my view I think we're adding a lot of value um, with our experience and our expertise um, to help Cornerstone position themselves with new clients. Mm. Uh, we're helping the existing clients to optimise because we bring that expertise to the table. 
um, and that you know, in the trenches, you know, what works, what doesn't. That well, it's uh, also f- it's also familiar, Dave. Like yeah. this ecosystem is what everybody knows. Yeah. Where you know you you buy your your product from one group and you buy your services from another. Yeah, that's yeah. a pretty normal. I mean, you can sometimes get them from the same person, but yeah. you know, it's that's a much a more typical model, particularly in the SaaS world. So, mm. I think corner, you know, congratulations to Cornerstone for um, at least Adam Miller was he's the CEO at Cornerstone was. Um, uh, contrite enough to say, uh, you know, we should have done this a few years earlier. He's pretty honest, um, wasn't he? He was. He was pretty yeah. upfront with that. But um, yeah. look, uh, kudos that they've they've shifted the business and they've shifted it fast. This model, real fast. What was it that Adam said to us? Uh, he, he sort of uh, said that they were going to move, you know, basically get out of the services business. Mm. Um, and he asked his key leaders, mm. "How long will it take?" How long will it take? <laughs> and uh, and they they said, you know. Um, give us 18 months yeah and he said you got three months yeah so, uh, 90 days get started yeah, <laughs> today's so day all, one and Jared you personally through this you know, we were going to transition to a light at the yeah. same time Cornerstone were transitioning to this model and it, you know yeah. things weren't perfect on both fronts as you can well imagine yeah um, look the start of this year was, was, a, was a really big year for us and you know Talk about changing everything in one go. It really felt that way for us, didn't it? But um, but certainly, you know, we 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 talked about there being this this kind of this mountain we had to climb in February, March, and April to yeah. initially get us to a point where we were, you know, we were able to 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 run this new ecosystem really effectively within a light. Yeah. And and I think you know now we're you know we're through that, yep. and certainly we learned a whole lot of things along the way. Yeah. Uh, but we're much better for it and much better equipped now. You know. Yeah, absolutely. But I think the other what thing about... kill you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just makes you stronger, you hope. Uh, I think some of the other takeaways from that conference, though, you know, the rest of the conference is really about the customer base. And, yeah. you know, you and I had the pleasure of, uh, of actually spending a lot of time talking to customers yeah. while we were there. Um, we sat at the... Uh, we sat at the Alight booth you for... Sat, did you? <laughs> <laughs> we were. Sitting for, like, three days. Yeah. I remember standing up, and I remember... Uh, <laughs> having some late nights yeah there was a bit of, <laughs> bit of that that's fair but I mean I, I just so many conversations with, with customers and it was yeah. great it was actually really good to see what were the, the topics that were really you know top of mind for them and what they were struggling with and um, Cornerstone certainly are continuing to focus on, on, on learning they're a thoroughbred learning provider you know that's an area but it was interesting to hear the growth that's coming in recruitment a lot of investment going into recruitment at the moment and uh, some of the other parts of the product that you know are slowly getting upgraded over time yeah. uh, they're doing a big a big UX improvement through the whole solution. That's you can't do that overnight. You know, it takes a long time, and they're getting to some of the parts of the solution now that people are wait, been waiting for, which is yeah. I think going to be really well received this year. So that was really positive in itself. Mm. Learner, you know, the learning experience platform was a topic that was discussed as mm. well, and certainly that's come a really long way in twelve months. Yeah, you know, yeah, I think the product strategy is excellent. I, I tweeted and, and posted a couple of my thoughts around that. I think. Um, they're really, uh, they've got their mojo back yeah, from a product have. strategy perspective. The execution has been really strong in the last 12 months. Yeah, uh, We're seeing that already with some of our clients, uh, particularly some of the older clients who were on the original LMS platforms. Yeah. They're looking, you know, really seeking opportunities to, to get into more uh, contemporary um, uh, styles of providing learning experiences um, and more curated um, models for, for content and the like, and Cornerstone's really stepped up. Yeah, seen that oh, the playlists that have just come out as a as a yeah. nice little add on there that, that works really nicely yeah, actually. Sometimes that execution can can really lag. Yeah, particularly with the bigger firms that have got bigger software companies got 
broad product suites and a big client base, you don't yeah. budge too much. Yeah. How, do you, how, do you, how do you focus your investment on the right areas? Yeah. And how do you pick the areas that are kind of up and coming that a lot of organizations are going to want? Yeah. Maybe in six months, but maybe not now. Yep. You know, that must be really hard to try and, try and plan that. Yeah, and, you know? and increasingly the cost of entry for, for newer players and disruptors yeah. is, is less and less yeah. really to come in. And uh, so it's it's tough, and so I admire Cornerstone, the twenty year old company. Mm. Um, they've they've really done a great job of reinventing aspects of their solution. They've looked at their business model and reshaped that. So yeah, um, I'm excited. Good on them. The prospect of um, you know, I, I, I'd, um, I'm excited for you, you know, to be in the shoes you're in to <laughs> this here in in ANZ to have an impact on the rest of the Cornerstone practice of the light globally. Um, and you know, I think that's it's really exciting. It is exciting, and I, and I think um, I think we will be in a in a completely different world in twelve months' time because yeah. you know it's kind of it's one of those scenarios where you know sort of the entire rule book has been rewritten for us, and it's actually it, it's kind of one of those it's great, but it's also really difficult at the same time because you're having to sort of rewrite the way that you implement, and you're having to rethink about actually these were challenges we had in the past. They're not challenges anymore. They're now opportunities, and yeah, you know. Yeah. So it's it's every every week the conversations of the team tend to be, well, what should we do in this scenario now that we can choose how we want to, yeah. you know, yeah, how we want to manage it. So, um, as always, the Cornerstone conferences uh, have a bit of what the Irish would call the crack. Uh, <laughs> they, uh, they, throw they party hard. Yeah, they party it hard. Starts on the very first <laughs> evening, and uh, uh, customer the customer appreciation party. Now there is, you know, uh, with a lot of these founder led. Uh, software <laughs> firms, you know, everyone from Oracle to um, Salesforce and, yeah. and and others, they it is a bit pistols at you know twelve paces in terms of who can throw the best customer appreciation parties, and yeah, yeah. the best bands. Um, Adam Miller's, you know, someone who's always liked to do that as well. Um, so for a, for a conference with two thousand delegates, um, you know, to to bring a um, I wouldn't call them a tier one act. Goo Goo Dolls. <laughs> well, can, getting a tier one act at a conference is a big ask, anyway, isn't yeah. it? But yeah, Goo Goo Dolls were great. I actually thought they were. They were, yeah. you know, they were never going to be sort of let your hair down and go crazy kind of material. But that was, it was actually really appropriate. I thought, and yeah. uh, up the after party was exceptionally good as well. I yeah, thought. Yeah, so DJ and um, sort of <laughs> some wild dancing going on. And, uh, yeah. If if you if you'd been if uh, if you were uh, seeing Jared in action there, um, he was using interpretive dance. Ah, uh, yeah, come on. To, uh, well, I'd lost my voice, yeah. so I had to use dance instead because I couldn't speak. The only way you can communicate was <laughs> yeah. body language. So that uh, was unfortunate. Yeah, lost my voice on day one and never got it back. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, do you know what? If any of our light colleagues are listening to this right now, yeah. no, they're getting they're, <laughs> they're getting to hear my voice for the first time. <laughs> they're going, oh, that's what he sounds like. Yeah, right. <laughs> he doesn't sound like a rasp anymore. <laughs> uh, that's funny. So, no, look, I think a really good event. Um, yeah. And look, really interested to see um, what Cornerstone can do to. You know, they've they've got a great opportunity ahead of them. Yeah, they yeah. Can get their sales execution right if they can build their customer support engine appropriately to support both clients and partners um, you know I, I think we'll, we'll be seeing some big things from them in, in yeah the I do too it's, it's going to be it's going to be an exciting year on that front for us certainly yeah, yeah. and and I guess um, you know for us because we're now you know we, we run deep in Cornerstone a light runs deep in Workday and we're, yeah. we're really propagating a Workday practice right now we are uh, yeah what's important to me is to you know we don't we don't feel like um, that's a competitive scenario and, and what helped me at the Cornerstone Conference, um, I, and I had been to Elevate, Workdays Elevate, events in Melbourne and Sydney um, a couple of weeks earlier, 
So got, kind of got a really good picture of where both vendors are pitching themselves and what the market opportunity looks like there. And, and, and the reality is, I think it's for us as um, as advisors and integrators to, to help clients to navigate yeah. what solutions are the best solutions for them, depending on their journey um, and, and what they're trying to achieve. And I, I think if you're, a, if you're shopping for a solution, um, particularly if you're rip and replacing um, your core HR and financials, you know, we, we know clients of ours that have been on their SAPs and PeopleSofts and the like for 17, 20 years. And, and, and cycling around now, they, they do need to, to bring themselves to the modern world. Yeah, they That's do. That's an out-and-out workday play. That will always be a workday play as far as I can see. And I think you know, we'll bring our strength to the table to help clients if that's the mode they're in. Yeah. But there are others who, you know, if they, they can't or won't, um, don't have the appetite to do the you know, rip and replace on the entire platform, then they're going to look to solutions like Cornerstone to help yeah. innovate around the edges, to yeah. bring a unified talent platform over the top. And I think that's a distinctly different proposition from um, where um, I think Workday is the lead solution. So yeah. I know if I ask the vendors themselves, yeah, that, any they, of them they, listening they, to this, they may have a different attitude. I'm, but I'm ready for my <laughs> inbox to be filled with corrections <laughs> and all that sort of stuff. But uh, my personal opinion is uh, the market is big enough and I think um, there's a strong play for for both solutions in the right places in the right way. It's different kind of problems that are addressed by, by each of the products, aren't they? And, yeah. and that's, I mean, that's the question that we get a lot from customers actually is to say yeah. where am I most aligned to yeah. what kind of vendor am I most aligned and uh, and I, I think you're, you're bang on you're hitting it on the head actually there's probably some crossover between the two but it's not I don't think they are a completely competing product yeah yeah, yeah absolutely so yeah. You know, I'm looking forward to, to continuing to help our clients um, through those decision making processes and um, you know, at, at the end of the day if all of us, vendors included, um, ensure we focus on what's right for the client, what's right for the yeah. customer, put them first, um, uh, I think you, it, it gen- generally tends to work out for the best. It does. It certainly does. Good stuff. Um, right. So what's ahead of us? We've got, I mean, I guess, you know, to, <laughs> in the short term, we've got four or five uh, interviews uh, to do today. Another, pod- <laughs> another podcast marathon, which we're yeah. uh, getting quite adept at. So yeah. uh, stay tuned for some of those ep- episodes. Yeah. Um, some great conversations in the offing with vendors, with customers yep. who are sharing their case studies, um, with thought leaders. Um, Dr. Jason Fox, I'm really looking forward to, chat to chatting to him. Yeah, um, He's got probably one of the best beards going around. He's um, got a fantastic beard, doesn't he? Yeah. Um, Puts mine to shame. Puts yours to shame. But a great thinker yeah. um, in the space. Um, so looking forward to that one. So stay tuned for that. But then downstream, if... if HR Tech Fest in Auckland in yep. July, wow. July. July. A month away? What? A, a dedicated HR technology event in... New, New Zealand. Zealand. Where the hell's New Zealand? Mate, I don't even know. <laughs> I live there. No, it's fantastic. I mean, I, I'm so excited about this. You know, it's, uh, it, it's actually going to be a, a pretty... I think this year, it's their first year entering the market. You know, it'll be a bit of a people test water and see what it's like and then I think we'll actually see that it'll really rapidly become a really critical event in the country and certainly we, we help with running a lot of focus groups for TechFest yeah. and there's a really loud message that comes out of those which is people need help with navigating the market and yeah. that's a great way to do it. Yeah, know. absolutely. Yeah. Um, and look, I think the guys at uh, Eventful Group um, know how to, how to enter these these new places. They, um, they're, br- they're bringing out some big guns. They've got Jason Averbrook coming out 
good mate of ours, um, yeah. to keynote. Bill Borman's on the on the card as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, no, they've they've done well actually. Coming out as well, if I read, read the program correctly. <laughs> so you know that that brings there's a lot of people in this part of the world that engage in this, in social, see these thought leaders, um, relish the opportunity to come and see them see them present in their own town. I wonder so. if we'll see some some people travelling over from Australia for it. I mean, be interesting to see. Maybe, Possibly. maybe not because there is a obviously this tech fest in Australia yeah, as well, but it's here. a wee way away. So it no. is indeed. Guess we'll get. Guess we'll see. So very exciting. Um, Cornerstone will have will run their local events um, probably in the July August time frame as well. Yeah, which converge. We'll, we'll have a presence at. Yeah. Um, I am pleased to say I'll be on the program of HR Tech Summit, which is September. Moderating a a, a, a panel um, on that program, which is a good event here in Sydney. Um, and then we've got HR Tech Fest in October. Mm. Um, and uh, closing the year out, we'll be at Rising over in the US for, yeah. for work day. So it's a busy time. I don't know how we ever get any bloody work done. Well, yeah, I don't know either. Yeah, <laughs> In between all the talking. <laughs> yeah, no, great events. Um, it, it's interesting for us. Um, I was, uh, if you think about our advisory business, um, it tends to cycle a bit. And, I, and I've, I've kind of worked it out. We, we go hard in the back end of the year with a lot of these conferences. Yeah. And because we've been doing this sort of thing. Generates, podcasts, generates the, the, the voice. and Yeah. Yeah. And, and we know already. You know, we, we spent the afternoon here yesterday engaged with several uh, mm-hmm. several prospects who said, hey, uh, we don't know where to start. Can you come and help us? That sort of conversation. So I always look forward to this time of year. I get to, to get engaged with, with people who actually need the help and the advice. Um, we get a lot of those advisory projects cranked up in the back half of the year and they lead into some really good implementation work um, into next year. So that's kind of a great cycle that I'm um, looking forward to. Uh, getting you know, getting those interactions going over the next uh, few months as well. Me too. Very Look, good. Should be uh, fun. We're growing the team, so um, you'll see a lot of new faces yeah. wearing the light badge. Um, I think it's critical to us, Jared, and, and uh, you, um, you've been a, uh, a pivotal part of growing the team that we have today and, uh, um, as Future Knowledge. Um, the culture, the values, mm. and, and how mm. we align with that, critically important. Um, worth just a, a couple of minutes of chatting around you know, what we feel in terms of culture, values, and that alignment? Yeah, I mean, I think, um, you know, we have really worked hard over the years to create a, a very outcome-focused team. Yeah. So very much about um, what, how, how is the advice you're providing helping the customer to, to, to do something or to achieve a goal or to, mm. you know, not so much about the deliverable but about what, what impact does it have, right? Yeah. And so we've really bred that into the team, a very strong customer focus. I think that's the other thing that's, that really comes through in our team. And yeah. that's it's challenging, right, because when you have to, you know, we've got a, double in size really you know if you think about um, the sort of growth trajectory we need to go through um, you know how do you how do you continue to sort of have that culture you know to continue to grow through the people as you hire and in, in new people and you might hire quite aggressively quite yeah. fast so that's certainly a challenge for me to, yeah. to address and to make sure we continue to keep that thread through each of the new hires mm. and and we doing I think we're doing a pretty good job of that but you know that you have to you have to engineer it yes. it's not something you can just assume will happen you can't assume that they'll just get infected by culture that's right. you know you actually have to engineer someone to mm. calibrate themselves to what is this organization about? and that's got to actually start it's got to start right the way up in that recruitment cycle when yeah. you're actually interviewing and you're starting to talk to people about what it's like to work in our environment mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. the expectations on people yep. what is well, BK doing we said, uh, <laughs> it's a giant <laughs> selfie that's the biggest selfie stick I've ever <laughs> seen <laughs> love it um, the first high is really critical to that too so yeah. you know, we're, we're being very discrimin- uh, 
discerning, shall we say? Discriminate or hiring's discrimination, really? Yeah, well, it, it is in some regards. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> as long as it's the right. We've been we've been picky. We've been picky, right? We've just been yeah. careful, you know. And absolutely. So we're not yeah. just out there just to grab any any workday certified person off the street. Um, they've got to fit with us. Yeah, uh, we're growing the cornerstone team as well. And we want to make sure that we continue to. Um, to strengthen and fortify the culture that we've built. Um, what I love about the light, one of the, the big things that attracted us to each other, um, future knowledge and the light, was a really strong alignment at that, those core. Yeah. Um, so this whole, and you can see behind us, thriving is a, is a big ticket. Um, uh, you know, part of part of what shapes um, the light story as well, and how we uh, how how we define our purpose, you know, reimagining how people and organisations thrive. Um, is the purpose statement, and I think where where the language we used to use at Future Knowledge it carries through with that. Yeah, I think it aligns quite nicely. Section. Yeah, it does. Forward thinking, innovative mm. people matter. Yeah, you know, um, making sure that we we put the, the, the employee, the person, the worker at the centre, and that we focus our efforts around you know the experiences that we create. Um, so I, I really like. That notion of thriving together. Yeah, um, I do I think too. It's a great little light motive for um, for FK and uh, and a light to come together. Yeah. Well, mate. Sounds like so, sounds like a break's just uh, just happened in here because the be the volume's just gone up a little <laughs> notch. So um, look, great to spend that little time with you just now, Jared. Just getting this kickstarting our podcast series for the year. Yeah. Um, hope you all enjoyed just hearing where we're at and where we're going. Uh, gives you always oh, good to just personalise. Yeah. Um, what's going on behind the two voices that you hear. Um, but uh, you're looking forward to bringing some more great content for you in the weeks and months to come. So thanks, Jared. Thanks, Dave. And we'll uh, catch you all again very soon. See you later. Cheers.